you're having trouble at home. Your husband drinks, he hurls insults at you and your family. When he's particularly drunk, he may hit you or your children, and you've had enough. One night, you're talking to the other women at the town well about your husband, when one of them mentions an old woman who's helped her family through many illnesses with herbs and remedies. Go to her house. Maybe she'll be able to help. You find a small old woman in her home, and you tell her everything over a cup of tea. She smiles, places her hands over yours, and asks, How heavy is your problem? You leave her home with a small potion in hand. It's supposed to help your husband's alcoholism. The old woman says to put a little in his drink every night, and within a week, everything will be better. Except now, your husband seems to be getting sick, and by the week's end, he's dead. For decades, women had sought help from this sweet old woman with their marital problems, until she was finally caught. Today, I'm going to be telling you about Baba Anoika. Baba Anoika's actual name is Anna Draxen and is a little debated considering the time frame, but she was born between 1836 and 1838 in Romania. She led a fairly respectable life. Her father was a wealthy cattleman. She went to a private school. She learned five languages, so she was pretty educated, and she had everything she needed for a young woman at the time to live a prosperous life. At 20, she fell in love with a young Austrian military officer, but he ended up giving her syphilis and then leaving her. This broke her heart and it eventually turned to anger and she became misanthropic and depressed, like she just closed in on herself. She returned to her father's home she secluded herself and then began studying in herbal medicine and chemistry. Now later, she married a landowner who was much older than her. I would like to think that maybe she found love again, but considering the time, it may have just been the fact that she was a woman and she needed a man. They did have 11 children, but unfortunately, only one survived to adulthood. After about 20 years of marriage, her husband died. Now, naturally or not, I'm not sure. I would say naturally, but who knows. After the death of her husband, and this is while she's in her 50s, she continued to study medicine and even earned the reputation as a, a healer and an herbalist within her town. She was popular mostly with farmers and their wives who looked to her to treat general ailments, colds, etc. And this in and of itself helped her live a fairly comfortable life. However, Anoika also created her own, quote, magic potions. She would create mixtures that would make soldiers ill enough to escape military service. 
And she also made something that was called magic water, or also love potions, who were sold to women with marriage problems. As I mentioned before, these wives would give this potion to their husbands, and they would die about a week later, give or take. Now, these love potions contained small doses of arsenic and other plant toxins that were pretty difficult to detect at the time. And when you spoke to Baba Anoika about your problems, Anoika would ask, how heavy is that problem? This was her way of asking what the body mass of the potential victim was. This was obviously so she could create the correct dose needed for the victim. If the dosage was too small, it wouldn't work. If it was too much, it would look pretty suspicious. Now, the price for her magic water went for between 2,000 and 10,000 Yugoslavian dinars, which is roughly between $1,200 and $6,100 in U.S. She even had her own sales agent in the 1920s, who was actually like her maid. But she would also go find potential clients and bring them to Anoika's home. And her name was Lubinia Milankov in Sorry for the pronunciation. Now, this worked out pretty well for her. It helped pay the bills. It helped keep food on the table for her. And it did so for years. However, in 1924, Anoika sold her magic water to a woman named Stana Momorov. Stana had been a previous client who had bought herbal medications in the past. But this time, she wanted some of this magic water to give to her husband, Lazar Ladoski. And... Like always, he became ill and died just a few days later. Stana later married a man from the same village. As far as I understand, she didn't kill Lazar to marry another man. When a rich uncle from her second husband died under similar circumstances as her husband, just a few months later, police questioned Stana and she squealed like a pig. She blamed it all on Anoika. Now, apparently much didn't come from this. Maybe they knocked on Anoika's door and Baba Anoika went, I don't know what you're talking about, man. And that was that. She wasn't arrested. Two years later, Baba Anoika then sold her magic water to Sima Momorov and his wife, Sophia. Now, they intended on using it to kill Sima's father, Nicola. And according to Sima and Sophia, Nicola was an alcoholic and he was really abusive with his children and his grandchildren. So they gave the mixture to 16-year-old Olga, who then gave it to her grandfather, Nicola, to drink. And he died 15 days later. Now, let me back up for just a minute, because this isn't the first time Anoika's been questioned about her magic water. Anoika's first trial was in 1914 for providing poison for murders, but she was acquitted at the time. She was in her late 70s at that time, which means she had spent quite a while already giving out these potions. But because of this first trial in 1914, and possibly the fact that just two years before she had been blamed for another death, police kind of took this one a little bit more seriously and was looking more into who Baba Anoika was. She was finally arrested in 1928, and she was put on trial the next year for the Momorov murders in 1929. Now, at this point, Baba Anoika is 90 years old. During the trial, Seema and Sophia claimed that they didn't know that this magic water was actually poison. 
They just assumed it was just regular water, and the death was actually because of Anoika's powers. Stana claimed that she only wanted to cure her husband's alcoholism, and she didn't know that it would kill him either. And of course, 16-year-old Olga denies everything as well. She claimed, hey, I was just a kid. I didn't know this water would kill my grandpa. But Sophia claims <laughs> that she was well aware of the plot to kill Nicola. Baba Anoika, of course, denies everything as well. She said, I never sold this magic water. All of this is made up by my maid Lubinia, who was actually her agent, to cover up her own crimes. What were her crimes? I don't know. I couldn't find that part. Anoika was sentenced to 15 years in prison as an accomplice to the murders. Now, after an appeal made later on, this was changed to 15 years with hard labor. Stana and Sophia were sentenced to life in prison as the main perpetrators. Sima was sentenced to 15 years. And then this was changed after the appeal to 15 to life. Lubinga was sentenced to eight years. And then after the appeal was changed to 10 years. Olga was acquitted of all charges. So she got to live her life. Baba Noika was released at age 98 after just serving eight years in prison. Now, she was let go because of her old age. She died just two years later, though, in 1938 in her home, and she was 100 years old. Now, some sources that I find said that she was the oldest serial killer, and it's hard not to believe that. At 90 years old, she's still killing people. Now, it's said that Baba Anoika could have killed between 50 and 150 people in her lifetime. I mean, it's possible. If you look at the time period and the location, I'm sure there were plenty of marital problems to go around. Uh, healthcare wasn't what it is today. And, I mean, not to mention, this isn't something people were going to go around and talk about. So, we don't really know the true numbers. However... I personally feel like if there were that many people dying from poisoning or just killing over period, wouldn't someone had noticed this a lot sooner than they had? Baba Anoika spent a better part of her life making herbal remedies for ailments as well as the potions. So it's not like you can go off killing all of your customers. I also kind of believe that the numbers were probably sensationalized. I mean, after Baba Anoika was arrested and the trial began... The story made headlines across the globe. And after it all, Baba Anoika was still feared as a witch. All the way to her death, people feared her. So it's possible that rumors just sensationalized the numbers and made them go higher. Either way, though, she killed enough people to be known for her poisons. So I'm going to stick with it. I think Baba Anoika is the oldest serial killer. And that's her story. I'll see you next month with another mini episode. Bye.